0: Happy Ascension. This is Faith Smith, and you're listening to Life 101, Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. Uh, today's topic is how do you talk to your children about um spirituality, religion, um, and just the different questions that they have about the universe or maybe even God. Um, I haven't really, in my personal experience, have had uh, too many times where my son has had questions or anything to that effect. <clears throat> but one of the things that I appreciate about my son is that he is very opinionated for a 15 year old and um, he isn't spiritual and he doesn't practice any type of religion because I don't practice any type of religion but he is curious and um, at one point he wanted to Um, look into the religion of Islam. Uh, He was curious about it because some of his friends uh, were also Muslim and he just seemed um, interested into it, you know, into that religion. And I encouraged him to do his research. What I'm not going to do as a parent is to deter him from seeking the truth no matter what the truth is for him because one of the things that I've realized at the age of 35 is that each one of our excuse me each one of our experiences are valid no matter what path it takes us down a long time ago, I had come to this realization that all paths lead to source. Every single path leads to source. And the reason why I had come to this conclusion was because I used to watch a lot of YouTube videos about different people and their experiences and what I noticed was that each person has this yearning for love like love from the creator and you know when you are on this journey to discover who you are and find real divine love, it will take you down all kinds of different crazy paths. Sometimes you might end up being a drug addict. Sometimes you might have a promiscuous lifestyle because you have never experienced love from family members are the wrong kind of love from family members sometimes you um you know the type of relationships that you get involved in whether um your sexual orientation is one thing or another that does not matter because love is love and there is no there is no no defining it no box that you could put around the word because it's an action it is a frequency and it's something that resonates in you and real people who truly are capable Of loving one another they don't look like the magazine covers they do not speak the way that you know a diplomat would speak Um, they don't care about what other people think they just know what they feel and a lot of times when you have someone who is maybe religious They are told what they're supposed to do. They're told that they're supposed to love their neighbor. But a lot of times they put conditions on what love is supposed to be and who is deserving of that love. You know, they might have a child who in their religion or culture is shunned because... That child doesn't behave the way that they feel they are supposed to and so they don't love their child the way that they're supposed to and so that child now is growing up in a world where the, 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 the people that are supposed to protect them are now abusive towards them because Of how they are different how they are seen in the world they're they're ashamed of this this child that they brought into this world and I look at people and I see them and it's not even with judgment anymore because When I realized that each human being, each one of us, no matter what our religion, our our cultural beliefs, no matter what we look like, no matter what the color of our skin is, each human has a spark inside of us and when we die that spark that spark never goes out you know that that spark is the fragment that I was speaking of in another episode the the fragment that I believe is source you know As a person who was raised in a Christian home I've had my share of times reading the Bible and I used to read the scriptures all the time and it wasn't until I was an adult and I really meditated on each word that I was reading that I started to understand what I was looking at it can be so confusing to read something that is translated and try to come to the correct conclusion of what this is supposed to mean and so I keep thinking to myself Faith you don't have the right to tell anyone how to feel. You don't have the right to be angry with someone because of a mistake or anything that they've made. And so, uh, my job as a customer service representative, I have come to um, a place where I have. In my opinion um, mastered the art of customer service and no matter what ha- happens no matter what that person on the other end of that phone is telling me even when they're upset and angry I can feel their emotions and I understand why they're frustrated I understand That it can be embarrassing for them to, you know, walk into a store and their cards declined. And, you know, to know that they have money and, and then not have access to it because of them, the system not working properly. And I can empathize with that. We've all been there. I can understand how they feel. And... It makes me want to try more, try harder to ensure that that person is taken care of. And, you know, customer service is a huge, huge industry because essentially every one of us is a a customer, you know, in one way, shape or form. You know, we may not be purchasing the same things. We may not be able to afford the same things. But we all get hungry. And we all need clothes. We all need food. We all need somewhere to live. And unfortunately, not everyone can afford those basic things. And I've realized that, you know some of us as adults we focus so much on what we need to do to make ourselves better human beings that sometimes we forget to bring our kiddos along with us our kids they're watching everything that we do every single thing that we do and it's hard sometimes to to have a conversation and admit That the other day you were absolutely wrong, and that you should not have yelled at them for something so petty. And it takes a, a strong human being to understand that at the end of the day, we are flawed, and the flaws are what makes us human. Our perfection is in the spark. The perfection is the 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 fact that we do come from source. But each individual tiny difference. Like I was um on cafeastrology.com yesterday and I had did my um I did my sisters natal birth chart and I was reading and I was having her excuse me read the information about you know her natal birth chart and she was blown away blown away with the accuracy of everything that it was saying and then she was taken aback at some of the stuff that She didn't necessarily agree with. But like I told her. You know. Not all of us are. You know. Not all of us have sun signs. In Leo. And not all of us have. uh, Moon signs in Virgo. So you have to. Have discernment. With what you're reading. And you know you take the information that's valid and you apply it to your life and the information that's invalid or what you could do is if your moon sign is capable of of these actions be more cautious in how you are doing things from day to day Be more conscious with your actions, with your words, how you treat other people, how you speak. Be conscious of how you look at someone, your body language, the words that come out of your mouth, the tone of your voice. It's so easy for us to have knee-jerk reactions and to say, You know, something mean to someone to hurt them because they've hurt us. It's so easy. Believe me. But as a Pisces sun, Gemini moon, and (sighs) rising cancer, I have learned that... Sometimes the first reaction is not always the best reaction. And I appreciate the love, the energy, the source that I have come to know. I have never experienced the feeling of being in love. But I can appreciate other people's love. And all it does is make me want it more. But the one love that I need to master. Just like I've taken the time over these past four years to become the best customer service representative for my job. To help other MSRs with... um, ...being a better... ...MSR themselves... ...you know, by teaching them the things that they need to know... ...but also... ...the little things... ...the conversations that I have with them... ...about how to react... ...when someone is yelling at them... ...and to teach them empathy... ...you know, sometimes... We don't learn this word until we're an adult. And sometimes it is hard for someone else to tell you you shouldn't react that way. And the way that I have approached telling someone about empathy is this How would you feel if you were on the other end of the phone? And you were in the situation that they were in. Would you feel the same way? Now, you may not have reacted the same way because we're all different. But imagine what it feels like, that energy, feels like to experience something that is not very pleasant. And I remind them daily... That people do not call the bank to have a good time. They call because there's a problem. And sometimes they can't get a hold of us the first time. Because it's busy. And there's a whole time of an hour. And by the time that they get a hold of us, they're frustrated. And they're angry. And all they want to be is heard. So sometimes I will sit there... And let them talk. And I will listen to every single word that they say. And by the time that they're done, because I've allowed them to be heard, and I've given them a platform to vent, because they couldn't eat they didn't have a debit card because someone made a mistake. And I fixed the problem and ensured them that they would have that card by Tuesday or Wednesday of this week. And because they got the confirmation text message because I followed the right process, I I can empathize with that person because I've been there I've been without food I've been without a home and so it broke my heart to hear another human say that they have thousands of dollars in the bank but they don't have any access to the money I don't have thousands of dollars in the bank. But I do know what it feels like not to have access to money. And so, I said all that to say this. When we deal with each other, that's not even the right word. When we interact with each other, let's do it with kindness let's choose to be kind (laughs) when when i first started my job i wanted to start a kindness campaign on a small scale because i had this goal that i was going to give someone a kindness coin each time that someone did something kind for me or if I had the pleasure of doing something kind for someone else. Now, my son, he was in middle school. I think he was in the seventh or eighth grade at the time. And he thought that that was just the lamest thing in the world, which, of course, you know, he's a kid. He doesn't understand the importance of being kind. And I was trying to teach him a lesson because... When you're a kid and someone does something nice for you, it's not very often that you appreciate what someone's done. That 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 little stranger that walked up to you and let you borrow their pencil because you forgot yours at home. Or if they gave you an apple at lunch because they saw that you weren't eating anything. it is our job and this is my personal belief as parents to be as open and honest with our kids we are not perfect we are never going to be perfect and they need to understand that as humans we are flawed And we make mistakes, and sometimes those mistakes affect them. And we are sorry. And sometimes we are too proud to say that we're sorry. But as a mother who has made a mistake, and I don't care what age you are, I don't understand I may not understand the circumstances of what you've gone through, and sometimes it feels like that mistake is absolutely unforgivable. Let me tell you something. I'm sorry. On behalf of each parent who has ever hurt you, who has ever let you down, who has ever said something that was mean or hurtful or made you angry or sad I'm sorry I'm sorry that we hurt you I'm sorry that you felt pain it isn't our job to hurt you that's not our job we would love it for you to be happy every single day and for you to enjoy being a child and to grow up and to be happy and successful and to know love and to get married and have kids but sometimes those societal standards they don't work for you and that's okay it's okay not to fit in it's okay to be the only one in your class without hair it's okay if you get made fun of because you're on the chunky side how people treat you is their karma how you react to you react to that is yours and so i'm going to close by saying this I love you. I don't have to see you to know that I love you. This has been Faith Smith with Life 101, Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. Namaste, my friends. The light in me honors the light in you, and I love you. Happy Ascension. Hi, this is Faith Smith and this is Life 101 Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. So today's topic is animals and how awesome they are and how they teach us to be more human. Have you ever seen those videos on social media where... Um, you get a new dog, a a person gets a new puppy, and the puppy is lonely because the other dogs don't want to play with it. And of all the animals that decides to be kind to it is a cat. She plays with it, makes it feel at home, and years later, they're still playing with each other. And you think to yourself, if an animal can be kind to another animal of a different species, why can't we be kind to each other? Life is about lessons. And if we can't learn from our mistakes, we are bound to make them again. And so, the journey that we have been on for thousands of years and have watched society evolve over and over and over again and become this beautiful, profound civilization that just keeps changing for the better, I say, let us change and continue to grow and be who we need to become. So that way, we can continue to evolve and elevate our consciousness. Yeah, that's it. That is it for this segment. Namaste, my friends. The light in me honors the light in you. And I love you. Happy ascension.